Hey friends, October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. One in four women will lose a baby during pregnancy or infancy. Today's podcast episode is to really to help you know that you aren't alone and also share really what a woman goes through and how we can just be supportive. So today I am interviewing Kara Mangrum. She is the founder and ex- executive director of Our Hearts Align. She's a certified pregnancy health coach and author of two books. One is a devotional for pregnancy loss and the other is um, sharing her her baby loss story. She and her husband live in Florida. She's got three daughters. She's got her master's degree in education, and she previously taught both in the private and public sector and currently homeschools her daughters full-time. I'm just so excited and cannot wait for you to hear her story and just know that there are good people in the world out there making a true difference in the lives of others just, just by being a loving and caring and kind human being. So with all that, Let's go. I cannot wait for you to meet Kara. Do you want to live a beautiful life that reflects the truth of who you are? Be bold and courageous as you step into your heartfelt desires. How does trusting yourself fully and connecting with your soul's purpose sound? The Unplanned Mom podcast is a potent mix of real life stories, practical spiritual teachings, and a community to help guide you for eternity. This is the place for inspiration with down-to-earth tools to help you pivot and continue to live your best life beyond your wildest dreams. Here we honor your deepest authentic truth, embrace motherhood, talk all things money, mindset, and most importantly, miracles. So are you ready to say yes to all of this? If so, then let's dive in. I'm your host, Ashley Bush, and I have been praying for you and I cannot wait to get to know you better. Let's go. Hello, Kara, and welcome to the Unplanned Mom Show podcast. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's my pleasure. I'm so excited to see you again and just to have you here and chat with you and talk talk all things motherhood and all the amazing ministry work that you are up to. So I just I love to dive in and just find out where you're at. If you're here in the States, tell us tell us where you're at. So I live in Florida, actually. Uh, we are North Central Florida. So if uh, you've been keeping up with any of the news lately, we're not near where the hurricane hit thankfully yeah uh, we, we were spared thankfully from that bad hurricane but um yep north central florida ocala in particular okay very very nice florida is one of my absolute favorite places to go to you know I'm, nice. yeah i'm landlocked so i love to get down there and, and be in florida and enjoy the weather so <laughs> you'll have warm weather while we're starting to get our cold nasty weather here in, in yeah, missouri slowly starting to feel like fall here now so yeah. i'm thankful for that yeah <laughs> well awesome well again i'm just super excited that you're here and really just want to dive into your motherhood journey so tell us i always try to ask guests you know were you quote unquote trying to have a family were you surprised tell us a little bit about, about how your motherhood journey and how that all kicked off for you and i apologize that's my dog growling at me <laughs> Um, yes. So actually my entire life, I wanted to be a mom. Like 
that that was the goal. Yes, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a career and and you know do all those things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. But really, I always wanted to be a mom. Like I loved carrying around baby dolls and stuff when I was little. I loved taking care of them. Loved babysitting children. So I just knew that whenever I got married, I'd want to start having a family like right away. So, um, so funny, funny story is that I actually met my husband when we were in elementary school and he, uh, he was my third grade crush, even though we didn't start actually like, you know, being dating or anything like that until we got into college and, uh, we got married in 2013 And uh, we knew we wanted to start a family. We were both from large families. Uh, We were both one of five children. So we knew eventually we wanted to have children, kind of a larger family. Um, Maybe after that first year of, you know, marriage, after we, you know, got used to each other, all that. Uh, But God had different plans and we actually got pregnant the night of our wedding. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so that was a that was a big surprise. Literally a month later, uh, from October fifth, actually we just celebrated our ninth anniversary. Um, and then a month later, my husband's birthday is November fifth, and I got to tell him, "Hey, you're gonna be a dad." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, so was that the was that the start of, of your family? Did you? So that was technically the start of our family. However, um, that is the baby that we ended up um, that ended up dying, um, okay. and we lost due to a late term miscarriage. Okay. Uh, we we carried that child for um, a little more than the first trimester, so uh, three plus months, and then um, we're, we were told, you know no heartbeat there. You're going to lose your baby. I knew in advance. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was a very difficult time for us. Like we said, we both were excited to be parents, but um, losing our first child, that was definitely um, really hard and very difficult in that first you know, year of marriage as well. Yes. Yes. That is a lot. So, okay. So happy anniversary, by the way. I, yep. I know I know. time can do wonders because I know we're laughing. I know we both have experienced loss. And when you're on that end, it's just, it's, it's gut-wrenching. I mean, nothing can prepare you for it because even though you were hoping to wait, I'm sure the anticipation, the love, the excitement, everything was there when you found out that you were pregnant and you got to share that news with your husband. So yeah. So, okay. I want to go. So you have kids now. So you have, yeah, you've got two kids. So we're going to go all into the loss and we're going to talk about things just because, you know, it's, it's such an important topic and it's one that we don't spend enough time talking on. And I am really, my dog is just like standing here. He's like a little kid. He knows that mom's on the phone and he's going to interrupt me now, but it's the dog. He's fine. He just wants attention at the exact moment. Um, So sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. Um, So we ended up, um, it took us a little while, but we ended up conceiving again. And since we've had uh, three daughters, I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old and an 18-month-old now. Okay. Very good.
Okay, so that is awesome. I love it. You've got, yeah, your family, you've got the kids. So that that first loss, I know it really has stuck with you and impacted you and motherhood. So tell us, you know, how did you kind of move past that? Were you always fearful when you were pregnant again? I guess is probably my next question. Like, were you super anxious when you found out you were pregnant the second and third time? Definitely. Uh, Actually, it took quite some time to conceive again. Uh, About a year or so after uh, that initial loss, um, I went through an entire journey there trying to make sure I was healthy and uh, trying to make sure I was ready to go to conceive a baby again. And month after month, when that didn't happen, then, um, you know, obviously I was even more fearful then. And then finally, when I just kind of gave it up to God and I was like, you know what, if you want me to have a baby, then I'll have a baby. If not, then I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And then literally a month later, we conceived our oldest child and that entire pregnancy, yes, was full of fear. Uh, I always tell, you know, the people I talk to, the moms I talk to, miscarriage and stillbirth and infant loss, it, it really kind of robs you of the innocence of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always, you know, wondering what's going to happen, you know, every second, every little twinge that you feel in your belly, um, you know, are you going to lose that baby again? So um, it's definitely each subsequent pregnancy there on after uh, had different levels and different, you know, varying degrees of anxiety that kind of came along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I had a couple miscarriages and my first was, was a silent miscarriage. And so I had had my, you know, my oldest before then. So I thought, Oh, everything will be fine. And lo and behold, you know, I, but I was pregnant and then my symptoms started to go away and I thought, well, I'm just starting to feel better, you know? And then we would go to the doctor's appointment and the baby had passed away and it was just, it was a silent one. So when I got, you know, subsequently when I got pregnant later, I, my anxiety, it was awful. I mean, yes, every little twinge thing. I mean, every little thing was just agonized over, but, and, and you're exactly right. It just robs you of the joy of just being able to be in the moment and enjoy that pregnancy. So as we're talking and really bringing awareness to pregnancy and infant loss, I know that you've got your ministry and I want to dive in and I want to talk all about this, but I think it's important too, because, you know, when I didn't experience my miscarriage, how do, how do you, what, how do you get, how, how would, what would you tell somebody that's going through this or they're listening and they want to just be supportive to their friend? What would you tell them? Like, what could they do for their friend? And maybe we talked about your ministry, but. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it really, it's going to depend on the person. Mm-hmm. Every single person grieves differently, right? So just being aware of how your friend or family member is grieving Some people really want to talk to somebody. They really want to be open. They don't want to be silent about it. And then there's the other side that where people don't want to talk about it at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, In our society, it's still kind of very taboo Mm -hmm. uh, topic to to, to talk about, uh, especially for those women who choose not to announce their pregnancy uh, until, you know, after the, at the end of that first trimester. So there's people who might not even know that they've miscarried. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but just some general things uh, that people can do uh, is, I always say like, 
gift cards for meals or bring them a meal because when you are going through that cooking is the last thing that you want to do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so that's like kind of easy easy something really easy to do and you don't have to be near your friend or family member to do that you can send it an email or a text message you know mm-hmm. it's easy to do uh something that we do through our ministry is that we uh send care packages for you mm-hmm. so they're completely free you can go on our to our website and request a care package to be sent to uh, your friend or family member. All I need is a name and a mailing address. And then if you'd like to include a special note or something in there for them, then um, you can include that in the notes section or you can send it anonymously as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have lots of different options there, but inside really is just full of comforting items uh, and resources that kind of go with that. So it kind of takes the guesswork out. You have no idea what to do. I don't know. I don't know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Well, you send them one of our care packages and we kind of do that for you. Yeah, which is which is awesome. So I was super excited when I learned about what you were doing because it's so needed. Because before I ever had my losses, I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to say. And I, I would, it would work with people. I was thinking about this the other day, you know, I worked with somebody and she experienced a loss and it was just like it was just kind of like the like a shell of a person for a while. I mean, she was really upset and processing it, and I couldn't understand. It's like one. Of, it's just like anything in life. I mean, until you really walk in the shoes, I mean, you don't really know. But for those, we want to be supportive and just say, hey, we're thinking of you. I think those are all such wonderful ideas, and I'm going to have all of your links in the website, or, you know, in the show notes because. What you do is just awesome. I, I, I just, I, I love it. You know, nothing, nothing screams love than more than I think getting something in the mail and like opening it up and seeing what it is. And then to find a care package that's for you going through something that's unique and, and, and you know, tragic, but can be, I don't want to use the word beautiful, but you know, it, it's just an experience, an experience that we have to walk through. So definitely, yeah. Very, very nice. Um, one question I had when you were talking, and this is kind of going a little bit off script, but I'm just curious because I know when I had my losses, I didn't know. So the hospital where I had my baby, I mean, we always had a little service with other people that had miscarriages as well. And so I know where my babies are, the remains are in um, a grave you know, with other babies and like we had a service there and stuff. So I, we've got a place that we can go and remember our children. I'm curious. So where, what do you, what happened? Like what process, what did you do and how did you mourn with your baby? And so I definitely wish that was an option mm-hmm. for us when we went through our experience. Uh, no one kind of prepared me for that. Mm-hmm. So for what happens when the baby comes out, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Uh, some some women, they, you know, go through a DNC at a hospital mm-hmm. and they, they might not ever receive the remains mm-hmm. again, uh, which I would like to note that you are able to request remains mm-hmm. uh, from any DNC. And a lot of women don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you miscarry at home naturally, a lot of times the, you know, doctor or midwife are not going to say, you know, tell you the things that you should be thinking about. Like when the baby comes out, what would you like to do with he or she? Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to place them in a you know special box and bury them somewhere? Mm-hmm. Are you going, some, some women put their babies in um, a planted pot uh, so with oh, a, no. a plant. Okay. So if they move, okay. then they can take that plant with them. Uh, some choose to take the remains to a funeral home and they will cremate the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it doesn't matter how small the baby is that mm -hmm. they can cremate for you. And oftentimes a lot of funeral homes will cremate for free. Uh, so that's definitely something to reach out with. For us, mm -hmm. uh, we, we did not get a heads up about that. Mm -hmm. So all I know is that I wanted to make sure that I did save our baby's remains. And I know I wanted to do something special. Uh, but at the time, all we had was uh, to uh, place our baby in a box and we buried um, he or she, I'm not sure mm -hmm. which one it was, mm -hmm. uh, but outside in the backyard of my mother's home mm -hmm. um, next to a tree that we planted in memory of my great grandmother. Okay. And it was very sweet at the time. Uh, my husband and I, we had kind of our own little service that we did, uh, shed some tears there together, and then, um, you know, buried and kind of went on our way. Mm -hmm. uh, but unfortunately, uh, my mother sold that house, and now we no longer have a place to go to mm -hmm. uh, to visit or to mourn or grieve on special, you know, anniversary times and yeah. things like that. So, um it's, it's definitely something different for every single person, yeah. uh, but it's definitely a very important thing to think about ahead of it time. It is, yeah. Or if you're listening and, you know, maybe the person that has lost their baby, they just don't even know. I mean, just to know the different options. I didn't know what to expect. My first one was a DNC, and but the hospital, they kept the remains and then their ministry service, yes. like they, they coordinated it. So you had like Remembrance Day and then they had the, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the gravesite where it's, there's, Anyways, and then when I, my second one was at home. And so we didn't know what to do. It was, luckily, it was the end of the work day. And my husband ended up calling because we had the remains and they, we put, we didn't know the sex either. And the baby was in, put into a little Tupperware container. And we were trying to figure out if something was wrong, you know, like, could there be an ex a reason? You know, we were trying to search for any, any information as to why it had happened. But so we, they did the pathology on it and then had the remains. So, yeah, that was the very. I, mean, I love to hear that that hospital does that because yeah. that's very rare. I I am learning that. that. I'm learning that it is the more yes, and they did a great job. Um, yeah, we would always get something. We don't we don't live in that area anymore, but they always just did a. It was a beautiful job. I mean, and not that we wanted to go through it again, but when we had to go through it again. I mean, we had we knew we had that closure in a sense you know and we, i'll just never forget my parents came and we stood and we were at the graveside and anytime i'm there it's in the state capital of missouri i always go and visit um that cemetery and there's a big you know tombstone for all the unborn babies so, that's so yeah sweet. so okay well that's yeah that's that's uh, that I, yeah i just was curious i wanted to ask you because yeah everybody's got a little bit of a different story um, with that. So, all right. So tying in, so the ministry, we talked about the boxes. I love again, all of this. So we're going to put the links on there. And I mean, is there a cost if somebody's on, they're like, Oh my gosh, I love this. I, unfortunately, I, my friend, my sister, cousin, somebody's going through this. What would, where do they go? What do they do? Yeah. So just on our website, there is a a request care package kind of uh, tab on there that you can go request the care package completely free, no charge. But obviously we do have kind of like a donation button there. So if you would like to contribute to the cause, then uh, you can definitely send in a donation through that link. Uh, right now, uh, shipping costs for just one box is almost $10. 
and that doesn't include the cost of any of the items within the box. So right now, our care packages can range anywhere from about $25 to $40, depending on which items we've had uh, donated at the time. Uh, we get a lot of items donated from our local community, uh, which is extremely helpful and helps cut down costs, but uh, some things we still have to kind of sure. purchase. Okay. And what was the big reason why you wanted to start, start this organization, Our Hearts Align? Yeah, so when after, you know, we experienced it, I was still grieving mm -hmm. uh, at the time. I kind of was like, why? You know, why? And why did this happen to me? And I'm trying to figure out things. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what the Bible says about you losing your baby. What is What does God say about that? And then I talked with my midwife and, you know, she kind of informed me that one in four pregnancies end in the loss. And I was just flabbergasted by that number like that is a huge number and during our loss there were not a lot of resources mm -hmm. at all uh my midwife was like there's some blogs written about people's stories that you can go read there's a couple of books out there but there's really nothing mm -hmm. so i did a lot of praying and a lot of searching and i just kind of felt that god called me to work in that area and to help make a difference mm -hmm. uh try to help send some comfort to ladies, uh, kind of like how God comforted me, and also to connect them with resources. Since then, there have been some organizations popping up across the country um, with kind of the same mission and for some of the same reasons. And so we've connected with them to try to kind of bring everybody together and um, just meet the needs of the women that um, come in contact yeah, with us. I, I love it. Cause yeah, I mean, my, my first loss was 2013, I think 2015. You're right. I mean, there's really, even then, I mean, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. There's just not a lot of resources out there. So one other, uh, another thought I had real quick. I mean, if anybody's listening has a business, I mean, can they just email you? Maybe they have something they would love to donate. Are you, guys accepting donations if there's any comforting items that somebody might have Would you, okay definitely uh, i can also send you a link we do have a kind of like an amazon okay. wish list that people okay. can go on and purchase items for us we're always looking for just sponsorships for uh, care packages in okay. general uh, we love partnering with businesses that can provide a service okay. or an item uh, that they would like to place into our boxes um, some of our local families, they kind of, they get the better end of the deal because we have some local businesses that donate like massage, free massages and uh, free food and some different things that are specific to our local community. But I would love to um, utilize some businesses that serve the entire country mm -hmm. like we do. Uh, we ship to all of the United States. Uh, so far, we've shipped to every single state except for Rhode Island. Okay. So <laughs> we send them all, all over the place and businesses will definitely get plenty of exposure yeah. for sure. And if there are any other uh, nonprofit organizations out there that are listening that uh, would like to have their business cards or their mm -hmm. services that they provide placed into our care packages. We okay. do that awesome. as well. That is, that is good to know. Cause yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many amazing resources and I think it's just great that we can all just come together, share, and especially your service. I mean, they're, you know, yeah, the more the merrier. So I love that. So 
Very, very cool. I am just so honored that you were able to come on and share all of this with us. Uh, what you're doing is just, it's a total gift from God and just keep on, keep on doing what you're doing. I know I have told many people about the work you're doing and I just, it's just so needed and I, we just really appreciate it. So my final, final question is, so, you know, we're always, we're all about the mamas, you know, any moms that are listening and perhaps very new on this journey, what advice do you give or what would you give to a new mom? <laughs> oh my goodness. There are so many different things that I could say. Uh, but the one thing that kind of always sticks out to me is that I am consistently reminded that motherhood is such a ministry. Uh, it's not always an easy thing by any means. And God is continuing to refine me through motherhood as well. I've learned so much for, about myself as I'm also trying to teach my children and to raise them up the right way and in beauty and truth and all of those things. So when the days are hard and difficult, then I'm reminded, you know what? God placed me in this this path. He gave me my children for a reason. Uh, and I just try to shift my mind to thinking that this is on purpose for a purpose and we will see the fruit eventually as they continue to grow and they grow into the people who God mm -hmm. wants them to so be. So good. So true. Thank you so much for being here today. Again, everything's going to be in the show notes. If you want to reach out and learn more about what Kara is doing in her ministry, everything will be there. And again, I just cannot, cannot thank you enough. And, you know, as we bring light to this very important topic and just talk about it, I think that's the most important thing that we can do. So thank you so much for being here and sharing all of this with us today. Okay, my sweet mamas, if you're tuning in and I've got a friend's name that just keeps bubbling up at the top of your head as you've been listening to this episode, go ahead. I want you to grab that link, copy and paste it and shoot them a quick text and just tell them that you were thinking of them. You know, after all, we're all here to help each other. And if this episode resonated with you, there's a pretty good chance that something in it will resonate with them as well. This show is for you. So do me a solid, go ahead, share it with that one person that comes to mind so we can spread the love to all of our sisters. And if you really, really loved it, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. All right. Thank you, my sweet friends. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you all next week. And if you need any more inspiration between now and then, come on over and check us out on TikTok. See you soon.